All right, all right. Here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Demion. And today we are sitting at the Senior Citizen Complex. There's a park behind it. They have a little course or something, a trail where people can walk, have soccer field, basketball court. But fortunately, not many people are out here today due to the weather and due to the current situation. So it seems like some people are finally getting the message. Uh, but then again, it could just be it's too cold for people to be out here running around with their kids with no mask like they do every other weekend. But I'm out here sipping on five coffee, uh, not five coffees, uh, five sugars, five creams, uh, McDonald's bland routine coffee. Um, eventually I'll get back to sheets, but um, you know, I just trying to minimize the amount of contact I have with a lot of people. You go in the sheets, you got 50 people standing at the door, none of them have masks on. So, I mean, you got to walk through that, you know, Petri dish bacteria and virus to order a coffee it's not that serious and then the coffee's not under a protective surface so everyone has access to it so they could cough all over their hand touch the coffee thing pour it out so i'm not trying to follow behind anyone that could potentially put me or the ones i love at risk so that's what i have going on here today with this coffee um hopefully your day's starting off great or your evening's ending well or your midday lull is floating along smoothly but today we are going to talk about a few things. I've had a lot of ideas and things as I always do and a lot of progress, reading a lot, got some new books on the table. So um, let's go ahead and take the customary sip. Let's hope nobody comes and parks next to us because I am in an abandoned parking lot. There's a parking lot next to me, not a parking space, but a whole parking lot next to me. Nobody's over here in this abandoned park, but Hopefully we can uh, preserve our space while we record our podcast. Let's go. So as I said, here we are recording, sipping a coffee. Books. Books are fundamental. You know, reading is fundamental, you know. You're learning English, you're reading books, okay, but I mean, like I said, you know, lay off the grammar a bit, lay off the grammar, read a book, just read a book for reading a book to learn something. You, If you're understanding this podcast, you can read a book of interest to learn something new, right? So, a book I've been reading lately is a book by Gerald Peters, I'll give him a shout out, Gerald Peters, he's he's one of the guys on, uh, on YouTube, interesting man, um, I'll say mid-50s to early 60s um started a couple businesses he's your average everyday blue collar guy that has made it to where his investments and things has turned out to where he's able to buy real estate property he's able to invest larger sum into his stocks um make a difference in the community doing great things providing free books and he sells books he sells courses but he provides a lot of information free even if you just listen to his stuff you will get a ton of information just from listening to his videos he's very direct to the point lays it out, and he talks about how people often overcomplicate things. So his book is one that I am reading. Um, like I said, Gerald Peters at YouTube, you can find him. Uh, he's got a ponytail, he wears a hat to the back. And it's most time he's in front of a stock chart, but uh, just listen to him, check him out. Uh, another book I'm reading, Zroslichus, not Kakeskazel, but like I said before, this book is about a teenage girl uh, her name is Chloe. She has a friend named Mina. And Mina has a brother named Leo. 
So this is a steamy little trio, but there's a couple of other characters. You see what I just did there, right? There's a couple of other characters in this story that make this, this story rather um, interesting because it's it's kind of steamy for it. It's supposed to be a teen book, I mean, but there's some scenes in there where they're getting pretty steamy, the things they're talking about. So, of course, you know, I'm reading the book in, in my target language, but it's still it's still enjoyable. It's a, it's a habit, like I said, uh, that I'm forming and developing this year to really take to the next level. Um, my plan, like I said, 50 books a year. So I've got that book going, got Gerald's book going. Gerald's book will be done in no time because it's in English. So, I mean, I could just fly through that book, no problem. Um, it's only, what was it, like 100, 120 pages. I got another book from somebody else on um, real estate on a smaller scale with modular homes. I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but that book's only 248 pages. So it's interesting when I read a book in English versus when I read a book in Russian about the, about the rate that I fly through the book. Um, you know, when you're reading a book in your target language, you're reading it for comprehension, you're reading it for entertainment, but it's, it's a different read. So you, you realize the difference in the speeds. You pick up this book, you read 15 pages, and then you pick up a book in your native language and you read 30 pages. So you're like, okay, so I still have a ways to go because you kind of want to read at the same level, you know, the same speed. You want to write at the same speed, type at the same speed, talk at the same speed that you do in your native language in the foreign language that you are studying. Here, we're all studying English, right? So, thing that uh, I wanted to illustrate about the, uh, the books is the fact that each book hits a different, hits a different area, different market. Um, plan on learning a lot of skills this year. A lot of them are going to be through reading and implementation. I watched a lot of videos already this year. Shoot, I watched six videos today on trading stock options. Now, people out there, you all may already know about stock options, but I've already watched videos on options, read books on options, but I wasn't ready to participate in options. But now I have a couple of uh, stocks that are over 100 shares, so I am ready to get in the game. So I am refreshing, you know, and um, adding on. So cover calls will be what I'll start with. Then selling puts will be the next move. But it's not about me. It's just about the, the practice of building skills and learning. You all remember when I started this podcast. You remember the quality of the podcast when I first started it. The very first podcast. If you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it. I mean, it was just very, you know, I'm just cutting the microphone on. I'm reading. I'm not reading. I'm talking because I said I was going to start it, so I wanted to get it done. I mean, just very whatever, then the next episode, the next episode, next episode, until I finally kind of found my voice got very comfortable with talking on the microphone. Now I'm up here talking about many things, telling you guys what kind of coffee I'm sitting here sipping, where I'm at. You know, the conversation's free-flowing. I'm, I'm at home. I'm at home. Uh, but in the beginning, yeah, it's new. It was, it was foreign territory. Did not know what was going on. Had to learn about the uploading, editing the videos, how many tracks to separate, all these different things. Uh, not editing videos, but editing the audio clips, had to find a good editor, how much to edit. Then I said, you know what, we're just going to let it go, let it all be natural, just trim the edges, you know, update the um, the audio, the quality, so that you can hear me when you're on your jog, on your run, on your treadmill, in the car, walking, sitting there with your family. I don't know uh, how you're listening to it, but I know you're listening to it because I see the numbers. I see the numbers increasing, and I like that. I like that. So maybe a few of you out there are telling some of your friends about it, and I appreciate that. English and coffee, like I said, here, I'm just trying to help you guys get the English you want. You know, the native level English, you know, the English we use over here every day. None of this, you know, are you going to pass the sugar, sir? Nobody talks like that, that I know. Now, I'm not saying people aren't 
somewhere in the mountains or in some mansion somewhere with this 1864 English. But today, where I live, Greenville, North Carolina, you know, any of these cities, Virginia, East Coast, yeah, this is this is what you will hear, what I'm talking about. Now, there may be some differences with the slang, you know, different colloquial expressions, as that's everywhere. But for the most part, I mean, this is it. You don't have to slow it down. Only time you would slow your English down for someone in American, you know, in American, when you're speaking to an American, the only time you need to slow it down is if there's some type of impairment, like a disability. You know, somebody's not processing information the same, not due to lack of knowing the language, but just due to some some TBI, you know, traumatic brain injury or something like that. And they just, you know, you got to take things slow or it's an older person and they have hearing issues. They can barely hear anything. Or if it's a, a deaf person, they're reading your lips. Those are the only times you would have to slow it down. Even then, a person that could read lips, can't even speak English, can understand what I'm saying. If I move my mouth in the correct, I'm not, those sounds even coming out of my mouth. They're just reading the sounds. They just read in my lips, the movement of my lips. They know the word. So if they can do it, you can do it. Especially if you're sitting there with two ears, you know, eyes, everything's working 95 to 100% of the time. Yeah, no reason you shouldn't be able to pick this stuff up. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. You just have to want it. Got to apply it. People that are, uh, have a disability, they have no choice. They have to learn other skills, right? But the thing is, when you're fully, fully able, you know, fully functional, you have all these multiple options, you don't use any of them. If you only had, if you went to the kitchen, let me just use this as an analogy, right? If you went to the kitchen, right, you're hungry. You're like, oh, I'm hungry. You go in there, and all you have is two pieces of bread, a piece of bologna, and a freaking glass and a half empty bottle of water. Guess what you're gonna be eating? Two pieces of bread, piece of bologna, and drinking that bottle of water, right? That's it. You have no other option. You're gonna eat what's in the fridge. Now, if you go to the refrigerator and you have maybe a pizza in the freezer, you have ham, bacon, pork, you know, meats to choose from, three different cheeses, couple juices, sodas, bag of chips on the top, maybe some noodles in the cupboard, right? Leftover chicken, the bottom of the fridge. Now you're like, hmm, what am I going to eat today? Now you're sitting here scratching your head because you don't know if you want the chips, you want to make a sandwich, you want the pizza, you want the chicken, you know, maybe you want this fruit over here on the table. You got too many options. So now that's when you get into that analysis paralysis and you just get stuck. You get overloaded with options and that's what happens a lot of times that's why i always tell people you know grammar is great get the basics of the grammar but don't sit there and fill your plate up with all these things that are just going to make it hard for you to consume what you pick up right you don't need all that at one time you know you go in there if you just went in the fridge and pizza's all that's there you're going to eat the pizza so when you're studying a language you go in you pick you pick your vehicle if you're going to say, okay, I'm going to focus on this part of speech, I'm going to use this, then that's what you're going to use all the time. Then when you get tired of that, you can add on another one, but you're going to do what you're going to do. You got to do what you got to do till you can do better, right? If you don't have a car, you ride a bike. If you don't have a bike, you walk. You do what you can do until you can do better. Same thing with language, same thing with life. So where am I going with all this? I'm going... 
to the end of 2021. Because this is a year of change. I want you all to come with me. Of course, you come with me, you'll hear about it. But I want you to actively participate. I want you to listen to these podcasts and not only just get the English and coffee, right? Which I enjoy. I enjoy this time, this English and coffee. But I want you to get off this podcast, you know, when you when you get off it and, and, and do something with, if you picked up one thing, you know, write that book, talk to your wife, have that conversation, teach your kids something, learn a new skill, do some push-ups, get the raise at work, you know, don't take no for an answer, you know, achieve your goals, you want to travel, travel, you know, wherever it is in, in the world, you want to go to Berlin, go to Berlin, you want to go to uh, Bahamas, go to the Bahamas, you know, you want to learn to fly an airplane, learn to fly an airplane, you know, swim, you want to learn how to swim, it's nothing to it, one arm in front of the other, if you don't have no arms, that's no excuse, see, if you don't have no arms and you say, well, I can't swim because I don't have any arms, that's no excuse. They got a guy with no arms or legs and he freaking swims. So I don't want to hear it. You know, you got no excuses. It's 2021. But like I said, this is this is a great year. This will be a great year. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, Monday, what do we have? It's a holiday here in the States. We have Martin Luther King Day, you know, civil rights leader. Uh, this is the day they pick to honorate or commemorate, you know, his, his life and what he stood for the country, the difference he made, you know, to unite people, bring people together. You know, it's interesting that one person, one man, one guy started a whole movement. Everybody was thinking about it. Everybody was talking about it, but one guy really took it to the next level. You had a, you had a lot of people, other people that were making moves and different things, and he stood on their shoulders. But, I mean, he really took it to the top. Like, he took it as far as he could take it. But the thing is, he died, like, I don't know how many years ago, what, 40, 50 years ago, and nobody's picked up the reins for the change. You know, like I said, we don't have people like we used to have in the world. You know, even even bad people. They had bad leaders, but these people were making moves and conquering and doing different things. You know, it's like at a certain point, everybody just stopped. You know, countries just started you know, stopped growing, stopped expanding, people stopped working and fighting for 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 justice and, 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 you know, a better life for their people. So where it is today, being that everybody's got an ego, you know, every country's got an ego, oh, we're better than you, and they're better than us, and this, 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 and they're, they're less, this is a third world country, all these little labels they're putting on people and countries, you know, this political agenda thing they got going on, that's what's got the world divided, you know. Then inside the country, you got people saying, oh, well, we live on this side of town and you live on that side of town. So you're poor, we're rich, you're the middle class, and you all over here don't even have a clue. See, all these labels and these divides, you know. I mean, it's that's just what this social system does, like how we operate. You know, you sit here, you could go to a cafeteria. You know what, I'm going to take a break real quick. And then I'm going to come back just because I know this is already, I'm looking at it, it's already 13 minutes. I'm going to take a break just so you can get a breather, go to the bathroom, have another coffee, whatever you need, and then we'll pick it right back up. All right, you good? Okay, now, like I said, with all these divides and labels we're putting on everything, I mean, that's what's keeping this world apart when we all need to just pull together. You go to a cafeteria, if you walked in the mall, you're going to see a group of I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. We're gonna go ahead and get into it. You're gonna see. You're gonna see a group. You're gonna see a group of white people. You're gonna see a group of black people, right? White people over here. Black people over here. Asian people over here. Foreigners over here. Indians over here. Everybody's segregating themselves, separating themselves. 
right? Every now and then you might come across a group of mixed friends where you'll have, you know, maybe a couple of uh, folks from the Philippines in there, some half black, half Japanese, you know, Asian, Hispanic, you know, group, multi-interracial, you know, international group, all that stuff going on. But for the most part, people stick to themselves. And I don't like that. Now, one of the things I liked about um, being in the military as a brat, a military brat, you know, my dad was in the service. All my friends were from different cultures. I like that. I was the black guy. I had friends from Guam, people from Germany, Japan, of course, because it was Okinawa, Spain. I mean, you were in class with everybody, and everybody was friends. It didn't matter what you were, what you looked like. I mean, shoot, chubby, skinny, fat, blind, didn't matter. One of my one of my best friends when I was little, he had a um, he had some headgear. Uh, anybody that's of course, everybody went to school, but you remember those kids that had um, something they call like buck teeth, where they're, uh, I don't know what the name of those teeth, but your two big front teeth, right? They were protruding, and they're just pretty much like sticking out of your mouth, can't even close your mouth type stuff. Well, he had this headset that he would have to put on and wear, and it would pull his teeth in. That was the whole idea, like this this contraption or whatever he would be have around his head, it kind of forced his teeth back into his mouth, you know, over years, like braces do, right? But his case was so severe that he needed a head strap or something like that. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking, my buddy. He knows who he is. He's a good guy. I'm sure he's he's on top of his game right now. But look, thing is, I went to school with everybody. Me and him would be playing games after school. You know, that was my boy. We hung out all the time. Hung out with the girls, you know, nerds, you know, geniuses, you know, girls that turn into cheerleaders later. I mean, different people, you know. Girls that were just cute, you know, maybe their English wasn't all the way to good, but we hung out, we talked, we were kids. Nobody was just all hung up on, oh, I can't do this. Even, I'm going to just say, even kids that were at that time questionable and nobody knew uh, where they were going. You know, I'm going to just say that. So maybe a kid was like, I don't know if I'm if I'm going to the left or going to the right, you know, and it didn't matter. You were all hanging out, playing, sitting, eating lunch at the same table. But now. Oh, something happens when people get older. You get older, and then now it's like, oh, you're big, you know, and you're skinny, so I can't sit with either of you. I got to sit over here with the paper-thin people, you know, or you're you're black and you're Hispanic. Oh, I can't sit with you. I got to go over and sit with the, the Asian people. You're Asian and you're uh, French. I got to go over here and sit with the black people. So, I mean, all these divides, you know. Now, I realize that all of us come from different cultures. You know, we all have different traditions. But here's the thing. We're all people. We all bleed. Everybody's got blue blood, right? That's what they call it. The blue blood turns red when it hits the air, right? Here's the thing. You're human. You're born. You come from the same place. You go back to the same place. That's just how it is, right? But we complicate it. You know, with all these social statuses and, you know, I, I got more. I got a Benz, you know. I got a Lamborghini. I got a Phantom. You over here in your little four-door Taurus, you know, trying to keep it on the road. And somebody thinks just because they got a... $80 million car, $80,000 car that they're, they're better than you. It's not how it works. You living in a mansion and I'm living in an apartment doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. Same person. Just like your house could burn down, my house could burn down, right? One's spending more, <laughs> you know, one's spending more money, the other one's not. One's saving more money, the other one's not. Doesn't mean anybody's better than anybody. Because at the end of the day, we're all people. But you can have your goal. If you want to have a lot of money, then have a lot of money. You want to be big, big and healthy, be big and healthy. You want to be 565 pounds and eating six pizzas a day, do that. 
if that's what you want. You know, it's only a problem when you're sitting here saying you want to be 180 pounds and you're eating five pizzas a day and you're weighing 565. That's, that's when it's an issue, when what you're saying, what you're doing don't add up. You know, do what you say, say what you do. That's the whole thing. Like, make it possible, make it a reality. The only barriers that people face nine times out of ten are mental barriers, barriers they put on themselves, you know. If you sit here and say, oh, I want to I want to lose weight, you know, I need to I need to get out there and run and blah, blah, blah. Then get out of bed. Put the cookies down and get out of bed. Put the cookies down and get out of bed, right? Or if you're sitting here saying, oh, I want to have a better relationship with my, my husband or my wife, you know, but every time, you know, get home too exhausted. Then work smarter, work more efficient, find a different job, go home, talk to your wife, go home, talk to your husband, right? You want to spend time with your kids, spend time with your kids, you know? Do what you got to do. Make it work. It's not I can't do it. It's how can I do it? You know, if you just, anytime you're faced with the problem, if you just flip it from, I can't do it to, how can I do it? You know, your wife says, um, honey, we've got a, a new light bill, and they just said it's $900. So it's going to jump from $400 to $900. And you're sitting here going, oh my gosh, how are we going to pay this bill, right? Um figure it out. So you got to sit down and be strategic about it, right? The earlier the better. So you know you got 30 days to pay this bill. So instead of sitting, say, sitting there saying there's no way you can come up with the money, say, how can I come up with the money? What can I do? You could go get another job. You could contact the creditors. Maybe you could sell something. You know, go donate blood four weeks, get the money. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of different things you can do. You know, it takes you out of that victim mindset put you into where you uh, mindset where you have control you know where you're leading and guiding your life you know not feeling like a puppet and someone else is pulling the strings nobody wants to be a puppet right pinocchio what did he say i want to be a real boy right he wanted to be real you know he was out there living like most folks but he still had the strings he was still you know wooden he wasn't living all he wanted was to be real right then you see the other people out there doing things, wasting it. Then they had all those little greedy people and people trying to take advantage. And I believe Pinocchio, didn't they take him and put him in the circus or something to try to make some money off of him? And then I think he ended up turning into like a freaking donkey. I mean, it's weird. I haven't watched that movie in such a long time. But the thing is, all he wanted to do was be a real person. You're here. Be a real person. Be the real you. There's only one you. You might have a twin, but there's only one you. You know? You're a unique person. You know, appreciate that. And realize that if you have a dream, you can make it happen. Like they say, shoot for the moon. Hey, if you land on a star, it's okay. You still got farther than millions of other people that just sit there and run their mouth and do nothing with it. You know? So I hope when you get done with this podcast today, you take action. Whether that's repeating this this podcast, listening to it again, picking out some phrases and things that maybe you didn't catch the first time you know, slowing it down, working on your English perfecting, or maybe you just take action on some personal goals that you have in your life, things you want to do, you know, or if you're on that jog right now while you're listening to this, maybe you just go that extra quarter mile, you know, just do that extra quarter mile you were talking about, you know, if you're at home cleaning, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm get to the garage next week, go on out there now, just, just sweep off the porch, you know, just sweep off the front, front few steps, you know, 
just do a little more every day eventually you'll get there so that was english and coffee i'm demian and i'll see you in the next one